the Women in Football podcast, bringing you on-field and off-field news, interviews, highlights, and things that matter about everything we love about football. Crosses back in, Will Yallop get them underway, and the captain, the crowd is cheering, the captain has got them off the mark. You're listening to the Women in Football podcast. I'm your host, Louise Taffer, and it's a pleasure to be with you today. Before I get to my guest, just some housekeeping. The nominations for the Women in Football Awards are still open. Thanks to the support of the New South Wales Government, the Women in Football Awards will be given for the first time. This year, we have Volunteer of the Year, the Media Award, and also an Emerging Leader Award. For information on each of the awards, including the nomination and judging process, head to the Women in Football website. Nominations in all categories close on Friday the 30th of July 2021 at 6pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. Joining me now is Melbourne Victory's W League head coach, Jeff Hopkins. Jeff, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks a lot. It's good to be here. It's been a month or so since your Melbourne Victory squad took out the 2020-2021 W League Grand Final. You're crown champions. What's been happening since then and how have you been enjoying the off-season? Yeah, it does, does seem uh, a long long time ago, actually. Um, yeah, look, I, uh, I, we, straight after the finals, we, um, we obviously did a little bit of a celebrating. We had our, uh, our uh, end of season awards night um, the following uh, the following week, um, and yeah, we we really enjoyed ourselves and enjoyed the uh, enjoyed the time and, uh, and and the whole of the season. We looked back on it um, together uh, and enjoyed it as a team. So um, we got a bit of a break after that. Been up to lucky enough to get up to Queensland before um, the borders closed and get back. Uh, and then uh, yeah, look, we've just been. Um, straight away, just been looking at next season there and uh, what next season might look like to us, uh, resigning players and going out there and, and recruiting. So we've been uh, we've been quite busy. And Melbourne Victory really took it out on all levels, really, at the uh, Dolan Warren Awards. You won W League Coach of the Year. Kara Cooney Cross won Young Footballer of the Year, and Lisa Devanna won Goal of the Year. You know, you really had quite an amazing team and lots of young players with a good mix of uh, more experienced players as well. What do you think that you did right in that last season that's just gone by? Oh, look, yeah, um, I think as a, as a club, as a, as a group, um, as, as a team, we, we did a lot of things right. Um, I guess looking back on the, on the recruitment of the, of the team, uh, getting the balance Getting the balance of our recruitment right, um, we we definitely did uh, have a number of players in in those four positions that could win games for us. But also, I think uh, if, if we look back, I think we we can say that our uh, a lot of our success was, was built on our a strong defensive platform around Gabby Garton and goal, and the back four of uh, Polly Duran, uh, Angie Beard. Kayla Morrison and Claudia Bunn. So, uh, yeah, look, uh, we, we had a really good balance. Um, and, yeah, I think uh, as the season went on, we we became more, we became more confident. Um, we became uh, better as a team. And, uh, and that little bit of resilience that was in, that, in, the, in the team actually showed. And, uh, you know, it was at times, you know, 
as the season got a little bit tough towards the end of the season, um, that you know uh, our senior players, Lisa Devano is obviously one, but um, Amy Jackson was a was another one that, that really stood up and you know just uh, settled the group down when when things were uh, were maybe uh, you know we we had a few ups and downs. We lost the game in Sydney, and you know there was a lot of uh, a lot of talk about. You know, games being called off and postponed, and it was at those times that uh, yeah, the senior players in our group really uh, stood up and took the pressure off uh, off the coaching staff a little bit and, and helped help manage the group really, and uh, just kept them kept them you know on a, on a level and even keel. And that's what you really bring the experienced players in for, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Look, it's. Uh, um, it's good to bring in players that you know and uh, and you know how they're going to react, or you hope you you, you know they, how they're going to react in uh, in certain situations. And yeah, look, it's uh, uh, in terms of Lisa, in terms of uh, um, uh, AJ, they they both they both bring a lot to us on the field, but um, they also bring a huge amount off the field, and you know, in terms of experience and. You know, they've been in these situations, uh, or a lot of these situations before, and they, uh, yeah, they, they, they bring, they, they really bring that experience. But, but also, you know, I think where we did well this year is, you know, just bringing the right type of people in with, uh, with the right personalities. And, you know, there was definitely a massive element of putting the team before the individual this year. And, um, you know, there were times when, you know, people were suffering a little bit, and but they they knew, you know, the team the team comes first, and they you know, they they, uh, they really stood up in, in in those areas as well. So in terms of the the team culture and just the just the, the team itself um, was uh, yeah very very close knit unit, and I think in those tough times, that's that's kind of when you know, if you have got those those qualities um, in individuals within and within the team that that, um, that you can get through the tougher times. And obviously, yeah, there was a lot of uh, not not tough times, but definitely times where we were we were tested in terms of uh, in terms of some of the results on the field early on in the season. In terms of just you know just the logistics of you know, not knowing where we're going to play next, or, um, changes in training, changing changes in travel, you know, all, all those things that COVID brought. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's at those times that you're, you're really glad that you are. Uh, well, I was definitely glad of the support I had from a lot of the players. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it, it's great that all your hard work has paid off for the past season. If we take someone like a Kyra Cooney Cross, touched on the fact that it was a bit of a tough season across the board. Have you noticed how she's developed over the past couple of seasons? Yeah, look, um, I definitely definitely noticed a, a real change in her. It's, I've kind of had the advantage of knowing her since she was kind of 14, 15. She came, I think she signed her first WLE contract with us when she was 15 years of age. So uh, she was, back then she was a super talented very quiet, very shy little girl, really. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, look, she's, uh, she's 
it's been it's been good to see her. Just uh, just the growth in her has been has been really huge. And you know, she she left us to to go to Western Sydney. I think um, that year she had a way did her a world of good. Obviously, uh, a new coach uh, working with different players in a different environment, but also being away from home, having to. Uh, you know, just being away from home, being away from the family, it, uh, it kind of makes you grow up, or well, forces you to grow up quite quickly. And, uh, you know, when, when she came back, I could definitely see uh, a more confident, more independent person. Um, and, yeah, look, uh, I've been really impressed, really impressed with, uh, with her this year. And, and even, even the growth through the season, she, uh, um, yeah, I guess, I've seen a much more mature Kyra. Mm. Um, I've seen a player that's much more confident um, in her own abilities. And uh, yeah, look, and, and she's taught me. She's taught me a few things as well. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I maybe was guilty of maybe seeing uh, what a great talent she is, and maybe trying to, you know, look at look at the things you want to add to her game, mm. and uh, probably. Yeah, maybe at the beginning of the season, maybe I focused on one, one or two areas of the game that I thought she needed to, to be working on where most probably, uh, yeah, I just needed to give her the information and, and let those areas grow and really focus and be more positive on the, on the, on the real strong parts of the game. And yeah, it's, uh, I, I definitely learned, um, just in terms of, uh, how, how I, dealt with her as a, as a person and, and as a player on the field and just in the feedback I gave her. So she, she's definitely, um, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful to her for the way that uh, she's, uh, she's kind of helped me this year as well in terms of the way I maybe communicate with different different players as well. She made she really made me think after the first few games of the season. Uh, yeah, look, um, I, I just, looking at her now in the... Um, in the Olympics and the way she's um, she's played over the last uh, maybe three or four games that she's got to play in, in the in the lead up games, she just looks very very comfortable in in at that level. And, yeah, she's uh, she's going to be a, a heck of a player. Um, I guess just we just need to let her let her develop and let her let her go at her own speed and have you know patience when we need it and push her. When, uh, when she needs it as well. But very, very proud to see the way that she's, she's just um, kicking on and, and moving forward. Absolutely. And I'm sure she's grateful to you as well. You know, you'd be quite the mentor to her as well as the coach. And I think it's really important from your perspective because you'll obviously give her, you know, the, the tools and tips on what she needs to do to become that top performer and as you say, she's now technically capped for Australia, which is just amazing. It's great to see her playing um, in the Matildas Olympic squad. Did you find out before her or did she find out before you? No, no. I'm, uh, <laughs> uh, she was, uh, she was she, I'm pretty sure that she kind of, in, she, she was told, she, she sent me a text message, I think, just when she was told. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it was yeah. It was a, I just felt really good for her because she mm. she has worked really hard this season. 
and she's worked hard. Everything that we've everything that we've asked her to do, she's she's got her head down and uh, and really had a go at trying to produce that. Um, and look, she's I think it, everyone can see that she's a she's a, a huge talent, and I think that she's what she's done and in the I say in, in the, the games leading into the uh, in, into the the Olympic tournament, um, just kind of, I think if anyone had any doubt about her and her talent and where she's going to go, I think she's kind of proved to people that, you know, she's had a, a number of different roles in different positions and she's just jumped in and, you know, been able to uh, carry out those roles, uh, um, whether it be a defensive role, an attacking role, or, you know, a supporting role. So she's kind of been able to do, to do all of them. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an, an exciting time for her, and I'm, I'm just, just really pleased for her because she's she, she deserves it. And when you see a player work hard at the game and then get rewarded, it's, it's, uh, it's a nice reward for you as a coach. And now all we need is uh, a Cairo Cooney cross match winning Olympico for the Matildas. Yeah, I know. Yeah, look, um, it's been. Uh, I think we all knew it's going to be a tough, a tough group. Mm. Um, but yeah, look, there's there's been signs of the the team of uh, the, the team are kind of gelling together now. Um, I think the one thing it, it does tell you is just the, the strength the strength of the women's game. How you know it, it's just growing uh, stronger and stronger. Um, and you see the you see the quality of the, of the Swedish team. Uh, just the, their physicality, their ability to to, to handle the ball, um, to to get forward, to, to create chances. Mm. Uh, you know, look, um, terrific. And you look at their their result against the, the US in the, in the first game. So, yeah, it's 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 a, obviously it's a, a very tough time at the moment for the Matildas, and the, the group's really tough. Uh, I've got every. Um, Every confidence and, and then them putting in a great performance tonight in the US. But uh, yeah, look, it, it just it just does show the the, uh, the depth in, in the women's game how it's uh, it's moving moving forward very very quickly, and that's great to see as well. And you've got quite a few players who are at the Olympics, not just only in Australia but also in New Zealand, which is fantastic with Claudia and Anna Lee. Yes, yeah, yeah, I was really pleased for them as well. Uh, uh, they've, they've had a, a pretty tough time, I think. Um, so I'm hoping that, uh, uh, fingers crossed, that maybe uh, Claudia might get a get a start in the in the last game in Sweden. Uh, great experience for her, uh, being a little bit like courage, a couple of years older, but it's a it's a new experience for her going to a major tournament. Uh, Anne Marie, uh, Anna Lee, it's a little bit different. She's she's been there and seen it before, but uh, yeah, hopefully both of them can. Uh, can, uh, can play uh, in the last game and uh, yeah, just uh, make sure that they've, uh, they take a lot out of the experience. And I'm sure Claudia will in terms of experience and uh, moving her game on to a, hopefully to another level. Um, but, uh, and it'll obviously uh, be great to see her get some game time as well. And you mentioned that you're obviously looking forward and, and building for the upcoming season. How early do you think that you'll get the team in together? Or how early would you like to? 
Yeah, look, obviously we're a little bit restricted in terms of, uh, um, obviously, the contracts, the contract period. Um, so we'll 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 get the players in as a group six weeks before the start of the W League season. Um, obviously, there's one or two things uh, that could cause a few a few little headaches, maybe in terms of logistics and the uh, the um, MPLW season. Most probably, well, it has been. Um, Extended already um, into our pre-season, um, so we'll need to work closely with the NPL clubs just to uh, just to make sure that um, they can finish their season off without us really uh, damaging all the work they've done mm. um, through the through that season. But obviously, as well, we've we've got a, we've got an important uh, season to uh, to prepare for as well. So we will need to work hard with uh, with, uh, with them, but. Um, no, we've, we're at the moment um, screening our players um, and yeah, we're in touch with them at the moment, so um, we'll be um, in the next, in the next uh, week or so, um, giving them some pre, pre-season plans to work on in terms of their strength, in terms of their fitness, so they're ready for the loading when they come back in pre-season. So yeah, we've, uh, we've been pretty active um, Across the off season, uh, in terms of re-signing players and uh, and you know being out there trying to uh, uh, keep in contact with our players and just uh, let them know when we'll be uh, when we'll be starting and you know they're they're all ready to start ramping things up now, um, especially especially now they've been locked down for a few weeks as well. Um, that's I guess another. Uh, maybe another or hindrance as well for our players to leave Victoria and go up to um, up to New South Wales to to, uh, to play in the off season. So uh, obviously the uh, the COVID situation up there is uh, is not looking too good at the moment. So I don't know when they'll get back to start playing, but hopefully the uh, NPL Victoria will be back uh, yeah, back this weekend or the next. So. Um, yeah, it's, uh, but they're, they're, they're the problems that you have to, have to kind of deal with um, during the off season, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, there's always there's always a little bit of a little bit of drama somewhere. So it's something used. As you said, given the complexities with COVID and all the restrictions in each state at the moment, yeah, hopefully it doesn't eat too much into your pre-season when it comes around to it. But if it did, you know, and I'm sure you probably would, but would you ever just schedule more games with perhaps some of the, the young male teams instead to have a bit of a hit out or what what do you think your options are in terms of yeah, that? Look, yeah, look, uh, uh, as part of our pre-season planning anyway, um, we we will play against our, uh, our academy team. So our, our academy boys, 14, 15, 16s are a, a mixture of those. Um, because I'd say it's it's, uh, it's probably one of the most difficult things, um, especially being in, in Melbourne with uh, with just two uh, two W League teams, is getting good quality um, opposition to play uh, against us at that time of the year. Uh, the NPLW 
Yeah, that's great that you've got those options down there in Victoria. Before I let you go, I wanted to say a big congratulations on also extending your contract with Melbourne Victory until 2023. I just want to ask you what some of your professional goals are, what what else you would like to achieve because I'm sure you would have still quite a few. Yeah, look, I that's probably all my goals at the moment are Around, around Melbourne Victory. Um, and it's most probably, you know, I, I came here five years ago now and we've been through a real rebuilding, uh, stage and process. And, um, I think we're on, on the field and in our W League, um, on the W League space, you know, we're, we're getting close to where we want to be and now we need to, to me, sort of the next thing now is to to make what we've done over the last maybe three or four years uh, sustainable over over another five or ten. So, in terms of uh, building the getting the you know uh, the admin side of things and the uh, that side of things right. So, um, looking at our, our training facility, um, making sure that we've got a, a good a good base and a and a home to uh, to call our own. Um, looking at our underpinning as well. So how we um, how we get players at a, at a good early age. You know the next where's the next car team cross coming from? Um, can we can we start to put in underpinning programs underneath which we started to do this season as well? Um, and uh and yeah, looking guess looking for the future what what type of uh what what we really want from from this league, whether it be a um you know, a, a feeder league or whether it's gonna be a strong league you know, in our own in our own sense. Um, if we be able to you know, 
develop players and then set them their way. Um, yeah, can we start building relationships with uh, with other clubs as well, so where we can where we can actually have the team bring players into our program, but also then for the one or two or the few that um, that do really kick on, uh, can we can we help them on their way and have relationships with other clubs where we can push them towards those clubs as well. So uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm looking looking to to build things and hopefully at the end of this two years we're a little bit closer closer to that. Um, in terms of anything else, um yeah, look I'm I'm most probably for the first time um, in my coaching kind of coaching career, for want a better word, I'm I'm very happy, very settled, um, happy with the support that I'm getting from from the club and yeah, I'm, I'm just just looking at things we can do to to make this program so like this uh W League squad as good as it possibly can be and sustainable over over time. Well Jeff, thank you so much for joining me. I think you're an asset to the women's game and I'm so happy that uh Melbourne Victory did so well in the season that's that's just gone by and I certainly wish you all the best for the preseason and uh, I, I hope to speak to you before the start of the new W League season. Yeah, that would be that would be great. It's, uh, so yeah, uh, I'm re- I'm really excited for the uh, for the season to come. It's uh, it's a long off season, and to kind of miss just that day to day day to day contact with the players. So I'm really looking forward to getting them back, and uh, yeah, can't wait for the season to come. Absolutely. And uh, I hope you enjoy the, the Olympics tonight. Matilda's taking on the USA and uh, one of your stars, Kyra Cooney-Cross, will be in the squad as well. Thanks for listening to the Women in Football podcast. We're a registered charity focused on eliminating the grass ceiling in the beautiful game. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe. Visit womeninfootball.org.au or follow us on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram.